Greetings, ladies. Welcome to another Coffee with a Coach. This is Coach Alyssa Duhan, uh, founder and CEO of the Coachesque Coaching Company and uh, also the You Fly Coaching Company for women. So welcome to another episode. This is our amazing podcast. Very simple, very sweet, um, very candid. <laughs> I like to share uh, some of my favorite topics, tips, and of course, strategies to help you to succeed in both your life and in your business. So today we're going to talk about the several, the seven simple questions um, that'll free up your time. We all have uh, too many priorities, right? We all have hit the 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 maximum uh, when it comes to being busy in our lives, and oftentimes we find that we have spread ourselves too thin. We look at our 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 schedules, and they're all just completely overflowing with demands, life demands, things that you have to do for home, things that you have to do for work, business, everything. So we generally have these moments where um, we lose track, or we sometimes feel like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. This is too much going on. And so we feel like if we're doing nothing, we're not being productive. Or perhaps um, if we're not continuously busy, um, then we're not utilizing our time well or, or just things like that. So we adopt this mindset that busy means productive. And oftentimes that's not altogether true, right? So you can be busy and still not be efficient, effective, and productive at the same time. So we have, we have, some of us are experiencing too many priorities and too little time to do them justice. So you could create more free time in your life by asking yourself a few questions. I love coaching questions because I'm a coach <laughs> and it helps you um, to think about where you are in this particular area of your life. Uh, questions are powerful. Uh, because they focus your attention and generate solutions. And you just have to ask yourself the right questions in order for you to really think about, okay, what is it that I'm doing that's keeping me from moving forward, that's that's keeping me from being more productive in my life? So questions help you. This is why I love coaching so much. It puts the ball back into the court of my clients. They look at their lives. They reflect back on what's going on. Um, and generally they don't even realize that they have the solutions to their challenges within them. So I always say my clients are resourceful and the questions just basically help to shine a flashlight into their lives and they get to see um, what everyone else does not see. They know themselves and their lives better than anyone else. So I decided to ask seven questions today to help you free up your time and to help you to get more productive. So number one, what are your three greatest distractions? Okay, so I want you to create space for this. I want you to sit down, write these questions down and really journal this out. What are your three greatest distractions? I'm pretty sure you can come up with 10 right now, but just write down three. The most common distractions and the time wasters uh, are often electronic in nature, right? Technology, your cell phone, laptop, and the television can leave you wondering where the time went. All the scrolling on social media, checking alerts and things like that from apps. Other distractions might include an annoying neighbor. <laughs> um, I had my bout with that before in the past. An organization that requires too much of your time 
or frequent headaches, um, tolerations like a broken appliance, or even just a family member or a friend who comes over just to chat, or they want to go to lunch, and or someone who just wants to pick your brain, right? So it could be either of these things. You write down your greatest distractions, the three greatest distractions that you, that you're battling with right now. Think of ways to eliminate or minimize these distractions as well and spend your time in a more meaningful way. So after answering this question, I want you to also think about ways in which you can combat these distractions. Um, maybe come up with five ways you could combat each distraction. For instance, for me, it was um, I would get drop-ins because I just recently um, you know, return back to my home office, which I love working from there because everything I have is in arm's reach. I have everything that I need. Um, I also decided that it just wasn't worth the cost to um, lease a commercial piece of property or a commercial office space um, because most of my clients are virtual. So the ones that I meet face-to-face, -face, I'm usually I go out to meet with them at their businesses or um, with them when I'm traveling, things like that. But um, what that meant for other people in my life, they thought, oh, great, you're home. So I could just drop in and we can have a chat. Oh, hey, girl, let's go have coffee or let's have lunch. And so what I had to do was come up with ways to set very healthy boundaries um, so that I can let my family know and my friends know, like, listen, just because I'm here more often uh, than I used to be because I'm working from home doesn't mean that I'm available during these times. So one of them was a conversation that I had with them. I also put signage up on my door during the time when I was definitely when I was coaching a client or when I was teaching or, you know, conducting uh, some type of virtual event. I put a sign up both on my front door and uh, on my office door to let my family and also people coming in. And of course, there are times when my um, my mailman had to come to the door and he rung the doorbell and things like that until someone came. So I put a little note that said, go ahead and drop the package over here. Um, and if you need someone to sign or whatever, um, just alert me and then I'll come out, you know, but usually I knew when my packages were coming in So there was, you know, never really much distraction with the mailman, but I put signage up to let people know um, So that was one uh, two ways uh, Another thing that I did to ensure that there were um, Not any drop-ins was that I texted everyone and I said hey These are my days my specific days where I coach or where I train or where I teach so um, you know during this time frame, um, please don't text me or call if it's an emergency. Um, you know, send it to my computer or you could text it to me, but um, just put 911 or something like that. So we had codes and stuff like that, uh, especially with my children. Um, if they, they didn't call, especially if they were at school. Now, if it was an emergency uh, and they just had to call, then, you know, so be it, of course, because it's my children. Um, but if it wasn't an emergency and they just wanted to ask a question or like, mom, can I stay after school because we got something going on? Then I would tell them to send me a message or uh, inbox me and then I would answer their question that way. So those are just some ways that you could come up with um, to eliminate and minimize distractions so that you can spend more time doing the things that you know uh, will help you to be more efficient and uh, more productive. Um, but you want to write down those three greatest distractions. If you have more, write them down. If you have more tolerations, write them down. There's no better way um, to start to work out 
a plan of action than to write it down. Um, get it out of your mental space, right? Get it out and free up some of that mental real estate so that you have space to for other things that are more important. So you write that down and start to attack it, um, chip away at it one distraction at a time, just have a conversation. Uh, you can do some creative things, you know, like maybe uh, putting your phone on airplane mode, perhaps, um, you know, downloading apps that minimize your time on social media. There's lots of different ways that you can do that. Um, and so it's just up to you. It all depends on, you know, your unique lifestyle and what's happening. So that's question number one. Number two, let's go here. Okay. Number two, am I making the best use of my free time um, am I making the best use of my free time I already have available? Now, this is something that I tell to my kids. My teens hear this all the time. And I said, it is what you do in your free time, in your spare time, that's going to make all the difference. I always say that to them. I said a lot of, that's how you go the extra mile is what you're doing in your free time. Not while you're at school, but what you do at home when you're studying or practicing or whatever it is their, you know, their goal is. Um, I always tell them that. So what are, are you making the best use of your spare time? What do you do in your spare time? When you do have spare time, how do you use it? Um, consider both the small blocks of time you have available throughout the day and then the larger segments of time that you have free. Think about your spare time or those buffers um, in between meetings, in between errands, in between uh, breaks that you have in your day. What are you, what are you doing with that spare time? Uh, maybe on the weekends. Now, for a lot of us, we rest. That's very, very important because it's a part of our self-care to rest. Um, but if you aren't doing anything productive with a lot of your spare time, then you want to think of some things that you can implement into these blocks of time that will help you to be more productive over the course of the week, right? So if you're waiting for a meeting to start or um, how do you use that time for me? Um, uh, you know, in between time when I'm in a waiting room or um, and I have to wait in between times like to go get my, my kids from practice or something that they have going on and I find myself just sitting for a while. Um, I will check my emails. I will follow up with, you know, follow up emails. I'll send some things to clients or to a couple of people in my team. Um, I use that time to read. I do. I read things. I read um, a chapter in a book or depending upon how much time I have, I'll try to um, put in some productive things, you know, I try to, you know, replace that time with doing something productive in that time. Exercise is another thing, right? Taking a nap, taking a nap. I know you guys are like that. <laughs> I love taking naps and I'll say, oh, this is my, the perfect time for me to stretch out and rest my feet and just breathe. Maybe meditate. Maybe that's something that you can do, um, is a better use of your time to help you to stay productive. Maybe you need that break. Um, and you can use that buffer time to really clear your mind by meditating, right? So um, if you're waiting for a meeting, if you're waiting, then right in that time frame, there's something that you could be doing. You're working on your breathing, looking at your, that's the time for you to be checking up, checking your emails or checking your social media page or reposting or something like that. So are you using your time in the car as productively as possible? Okay, this is a good one because I'm a mompreneur, all right? So I spent years in my, I felt like I was in my truck all the time. 
Okay, so picking up the kids from school, dropping the kids off from school, going to plays, recitals, practices, ball games, you name it. I was always in my truck waiting, waiting, waiting. And so what I did was there was this commercial on television about some sort of, um, uh, shoot, I can't think of the name of the thing, but it, it put, you can, it was like an organizer that you could clamp onto the back of your seat in your truck. And they had all these little compartments and I thought, oh my gosh, I need that. Right. Because everything was all over the, on the floor, on the truck, my books, and, and it would just slide when I would drive and turn. So I was like, this is not good. It's not safe either. Because if something falls under my brake pedal or my gas pedal, like I'm, I'm doing this, not good. So I decided to, to get that, um, organizer. And let me tell you something. It was the best thing, especially when my kids were a lot smaller, they were a lot younger. Um, this is where I stored their snacks. This is where I stored my bottled water, where I stored my umbrella, where I stored my books, uh, a notepad and a pen, quarters and loose change, you know, things like that. So I could get my hands on it really, really quickly. So my husband would say, why do you have that thing in here? It's like, you know, all your stuff in here. And I was like, he was like, is that working for you? You know, <laughs> I was like, listen, honey, this is going to work for me. I love it. And he was like, okay. So I will never forget. And he was like, one, I'll never forget. It was a rainy, rainy Friday evening. And we had to go to two football games. My son was in football um, his freshman year in high school. And that meant that he had to be at both varsity games and, uh, you know, the games for his, for the freshman games. So that meant we had to go to two football games a week for several weeks. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was like, oh my God. So I'll never forget. It was cold. It was uh, wet and it was raining and I had loaded the, my, my other two children, they were younger, of course, but you know, that meant that they had to come home, hurry and get home, get dressed and then come on, come on. We got to get your brother to school and he has to be there on time and early. And then we got to get in there cause we volunteer to do things and stuff. And so we sat in the truck and my husband was like, oh my gosh, I forgot my this or I forgot my that. And I was like, no, you didn't. And it was inside the organizer. And he was like, oh, great. We don't have a blanket. These kids are going to freeze. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I have a throw in there. And I would pull it out. And he's like, well, what are we going to sit on? The bench is wet. And I had a towel in there. And then he was like, gosh, he's at, I wish I would have taken a leave, you know, because my back is killing me. And then I was like, here it is. And everything he asked for is literally in that organizer. And he looked at me and he said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he had to apologize. He apologized to me because he was like, this thing is amazing. Like you have everything in here. I see how much time that it saves you, you know, for it, just having everything right there at your fingertips. And then the kids always want, they need something. They want something. They forget something. And so I would always put little things like pencils in there or mom, my note and this and that. And, oh, I forgot my this. And then it would just have an extra in there just in case. So that worked for me. Okay. If you, if you're a mompreneur and your kids are a lot younger, um, and I, I remember I, I was just starting out. So I had all of that, honey. It was everything. <laughs> I had to have it. Okay. So, um, are you using your time in the car as productively as possible? You could use that time to make your phone calls or listen to educational programs. I do that as well. This is my podcast time. This is when I, um, in my truck, I have like a USB, 
um, inside my console so I can hook my phone into into the my truck and there's a Bluetooth going or something like it's Bluetooth activated as well so all I have to do is just click it turn on an app and then I can listen to you know whatever it is I need to listen to and so I take notes in the truck I have my little backpack in there and everything so sometimes you know we never know even when you're commuting what about those long commutes between get trying to get to getting the kids and then running errands five o'clock traffic and all of that you know you just never know so you could use this time to be more productive and um, and get very creative like I did with my organizer. Um, examine all the spare time you have. How many times have you done that? Examine all the spare time you have each day and resolve to use it more. Sit down tonight and I want you to look at your schedule. If you don't have a schedule, I want you to create one. That's one of the first things you need to do. You need to log your time and do that for about about 30 days. I know it seems like it's like, oh God, you want me to log? I don't know if I want to do that. But honestly, you want to know what, and all it is is just you jotting down what you do during certain times of the day, each day, Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, right? And if you see a pattern in the things that you do every single day, then you can kind of in between that time, you can say, okay, I know around this time I kind of do this and that. Um, and then you can be more productive um, because you see, oh, this is the time I could commit to this. No wonder I have less energy doing this because right before that I'm doing this, right? So you can look at your power hours. You could separate those hours and um, and say, okay, wow, I know these days work better for this task than this specific day. Like Mondays for me are not m typical Mondays for everyone else. I'm so excited on Mondays. I take time off well, quote unquote off on Mondays. I'm not coaching on Mondays. However, um, I am working on Mondays. So um, I have business development days. I have uh, times when I'm coaching clients. I have specific days I do that. Um, so each day I'm doing something specific, but I also uh, map time in or those little buffers in between time and so that's what I call it mean time and in between time you're gonna hear that again in one of my programs and classes so find those mean times what are you doing in the meantime when you're waiting uh, for something to happen or when you're waiting in line or when you're waiting what are you doing with that mean time the in between time is is uh, those buffer times the, is those that time frame when there's something you're doing and then you're finished and then you have this little bit of time in between before you go on to do something else, right? So that's in between time. So examine all the spare time you have each day and I want you to resolve to use it more productively, use it in, a, in ways that will help you to, um, you know, be less stressed and maybe even you'll start to realize, gosh, you know, I had more time than I thought because I sat down and really examined what I do with my spare time. Um, there were moments, I'll never forget one of my coaches years ago, she sat down with me and she says, I, I don't know, I kept telling her, I don't know, I don't understand. I was like, I don't have enough time in the day and I'm busy, but I'm not getting anywhere, I don't get it. So she made me do this, she made me log down everything that I was doing. Um, and I started to find places where I wasted time. Oh my gosh, I'm talking about just sitting and 
scrolling or doing administrative tasks, you know, just fumbling with papers or reorganizing a part of my house or whatever. Yes, those things are important, but I shouldn't have been doing them during times when I should have been doing business, right? So there were just moments where I had to stop and rearrange my actions or rearrange my habits uh, so that they made more sense and so that things I was more productive um, and things like that. So I had to utilize my power hours, those times when you're energized, when you are full on focused and you're just ready and you're on fire. Use that time to really like that's when I'm coaching individuals, when I'm teaching, when I'm recording, um, when I'm being very intentional and I'm, I, I need to be focused in and listening on three and four levels um, and paying attention to what's happening with my groups or what's what's going on with my team, you know, things like that. So think about your spare time and and how and and write down ways that you can utilize it better. Okay. What are the three greatest distractions that you have to work on? Okay? Um oh that's not the one, right? Sophie, we already said that. Okay. <laughs> what are the three greatest distractions that you have at work? That's what I wanted to say. What are your three greatest distractions when you are trying to work for my solopreneur sisters, my boss babes, my leading ladies who are mompreneurs who have their own businesses? What are your three greatest distractions when you're trying to work? So you may, you know, you've, you've basically listed your three greatest distractions overall in life in general, but what are your three greatest distractions when you're trying to be focused? Like when you're trying to, uh, market on social media, when you're trying to write that blog, when you're trying to um, create that course um, or complete the, the tasks or the steps in that project or, you know, create that digital product or whatever it is that you do. What are those distractions? Is it an overly chatty cubicle mate for those of you who work outside the home and you work for an organization and you work um, for, uh, uh, you're working a job? Is it someone who's consistently coming to your cubicle or coming into your office wanting to chat? Um, that might be, um, you know, combated with maybe wearing some headphones, right? <laughs> you may be able to do that. You may just, I do that sometimes. Honestly, it's not rude. It's just when I really need to focus, I put my headphones on. Um, so that's when I, people, that's a signal to other people that, oh, she's focused on what she's doing and she, her, she can't hear. So boom, you know, that means she's busy, but you can turn off your ringer as well. Um, if, is it someone who's just consistently calling you? Maybe your phone's on and you're trying to work and, um, it could be someone just rigging your phone or texting and they really don't want anything. They just want to chat, right? We talked about this earlier, but this is another thing. You could turn your ringer off. You can put your phone on airplane mode. Um, you can put it on do not disturb for that specific caller. Uh, you can, you can even like as for some phones, like for mine, for instance, I have the option to write in the midst of the call. Um, to send them a customized text saying, hey, I'm busy. I'll get back with you. Please don't call until after five, you know, something like that. Um, and so they'll go, oh, okay, sorry, you know. So you can do that. Um, think of the distractions you face and I want you to create solutions. This is all about what works for you, okay? Um, everybody's basically uh, experiencing life 
uniquely. We're, we all are experiencing life very differently. So whatever works for you, use that, you know, create solutions based on what would work best for you. Um, this is just to get your juices flowing to help you to kind of see um, where you have a hole in your schedule um, or where you can see your minutes kind of falling out, almost like you're losing time and you're not sure why. Um, what's robbing you, those time wasters, what's robbing you of your minutes, where those precious minutes that you could be using doing something extremely productive. So number four, what are your priorities? Do you know them? What are your high priority uh, items or tasks? Those low priority, you have medium priority. Do you prioritize your tasks and your goals and what you do daily? This may be a good way for you to do that. Make a list of your work and and your personal priorities and start to list out the high priorities, the medium and the low, right? Uh, you, can, you can't focus your time if you're unaware of your priorities. You can't focus your attention by reminding yourself over and over of your priorities each day. So it's good to log those down, write them down. This is a high priority. These are things, this list, is what I need to pay attention to right now. It is an extremely immediate demand. And this needs my focus right now. I need my focus on this right now. Everything else can wait. So you want to make a list of your high priorities and what those are. And then you want to think about, okay, next in line are these. Like, I these things need to get done, but not before I do this, right? Um, and then these are my low priorities. These things, I have some time. Um, what I call them, I have a, a, a coaching model, and it's called the BRIC model. Um, and if you get into the atelier, I'm going to give you access to that. Go ahead and jot that down, Sophie. It's the BRIC model, okay? And the BRIC model has four quadrants, and what it does is it helps you to really think about what your immediate demands are, and it helps you to prioritize um, what's important and what, what can wait. And it also gives it gives you specified time frames. Um, say, for instance, this is a red priority, like a high priority. So I have less than 24 to 48 hours to complete this. So when you get into the atelier, when you join, you will get access to that model and you can use it over and over again. That's going to help you for sure. Okay, so I want you to just think about some ways in which um, you don't prioritize and you're like, gosh, I, every time I try to do this or I get this done, something comes up. Well, it might be a good idea for you to really sit down and reprioritize your life, reprioritize your time, reprioritize your tasks. Maybe you're paying, putting too much time into something that could wait and not enough time, you know, into something that needs to be taken care of right away. Right. Sometimes we do that. We we tend to screen time robs us of precious time that we could be using to make those phone calls early in the morning, um, business calls, paying bills, whatever it is. You know, those things need to be taken care of early. So if you run into anything, you have some more day time um, to take care of things. Right. So that's one of the things that could help you in that area. But make sure that you prioritize and use those three categories, high priorities, medium priorities and low priorities. OK, number five, what are the optional activities in your life? Ooh, that's a good one, right? I have a bunch of them, but um, make a list of everything you do in your life that's optional from watching television to um, maybe going on these little weekends 
um, doing just doing absolutely nothing, right? <laughs> um, some of those activities add to your life um, in meaningful ways while others may not. So you want to think about those things. For me, watching television, eliminating how many hours um, of screen time that I actually committed to television alone, that helped me so much. It was like, why am I sitting here wasting three, four hours binge watching? This is not contributing anything to where I want to go. <laughs> like I could be doing something else that's extremely productive for my life, for my health and wellness, for my finances, for my business right now. And so I'm, and I'm again, I'm not saying that you can't watch television, right? This is not about that. What I'm saying is that if there are things that are goals that you want to reach, things that you truly feel like you want to be accomplishing and you don't feel like you're getting there, then it could be because you're spending a lot of your time doing optional activities, right? So I want you to find ways to, um, ways to combat that and say, you know what, this is optional. I could be doing something that I could be doing something that will contribute uh, successfully, productively, effectively, efficiently to uh, my vision. Sorry for the glitch, you guys, but we're going to keep it moving. So which of those activities are you willing to give up to create more space in your life? Think about it. Do you have to give up, you know, your lunches with a girlfriend? No, not really. You don't have to give that up. Well, I, I can't even speak for you, honestly. Maybe it's, maybe, it, you know, if it's a habit and you like, you know what, this is not really, I can, we can do this over the weekend or something. I could be doing, you know, I need to really spend this time. I need that extra 45 minutes to finish off some things. That's a good buffer zone for me to reorganize and get ready for my next set of clients. That That's what happened with me. Um, I had a, a girlfriend who would call me all the time and we would, because we were right in the vicinity of each other, um, she would say, you know what, come on, let's go to lunch and we'll go to lunch. And then I started to notice that I was away from my screen, away from my, so, and I thought about all the things that I could have been doing. And so we were just chatting. And so, you know, we decided to designate one or two days out of the month where we would spend time doing like a girlfriend's lunch. It was more special then. It wasn't like every day. It was just like once or twice a month, like the beginning of the month and the end of the month. Because during lunch hour for me, I would probably still be doing something productive. Um, my next set of tasks were coming um, after lunch and that meant that I needed to be preparing for that. So um, I just said, you know what, this is not going to work. Uh, how about we just designate these particular days during the month for us to meet up and chat? And she goes, yeah, that's great. And that's it, right? So you want to think about those activities that you're willing to give up so that you can create more space in your schedule. Number six, how can I simplify my life? How can you simplify your life? Think about ways that you can simplify your life. Oh my gosh, there is a plethora of blogs, magazines, subscriptions, podcasts, you name it, that are going to help you um, to simplify. Nowadays, there's this minimal, it's called the minimalistic um, worldview or lifestyle that people are starting to adopt. I love it, right? And it's the least extravagant way for you to live. Um, and you could see it on uh, HGTV. I don't know if you love it. It's one of my favorite channels. See, television, but I love it. <laughs> um, and it's tiny houses. Have you seen that? People are starting to realize, gosh, I don't need all of this space. 
Um, I can, you know, they're taking this minimalistic approach to living and I think it's absolutely beautiful. I really do. There's another thing. Um, there's a movie, uh, that's coming out, uh, shoot. I'm, I'm going to get the name of it right now because honestly, when it's off the top of my head, um, I'm thinking of other things, but I saw it and I thought, oh my gosh, this is such, I mean, it's a wild idea, of course, but the movie is coming out, I think this Christmas or spring I believe um isn't it Sophie um what's the name of it you you remember we talked about this um with Matt Damon right Matt Damon and so I forget what the name of it is because it's fairly new but they start to shrink human beings like literally shrink them um and in order for them to it's almost like they're minimizing their physical selves because the earth is sort of going through this, you know, we're, they're starting to notice that, um, the way we're living is destroying the earth. So one of the ways, the answers to that was to downsize. I think that's the name of it. Downsizing, something like that. And I thought that was, at first it was hilarious to see it, but I thought, oh my gosh, look at this. And so that meant that when they shrunk, they actually got richer because they utilize way less space and they didn't emit as much um pollution because of their you know driving and stuff. I can't wait to see that movie. Some people think it's ridiculous, but I love it but anyway <laughs> anyway, it's just you have to think of ways that you can simplify your life. Um, these are just those examples like maybe read a blog or two and or some magazines, and that'll tell you, but think about your lifestyle and think about. Which areas could you, you know, that, that you find yourself, it's very extravagant, you're spending too much time, maybe too much money, and maybe you need to simplify. Perhaps it's, you know, maybe just getting rid of clutter in your environment will help you to simplify your time. Believe it or not, it really does. For me, um, I would purchase an item, okay, and like a pair of scissors or you know, a box of something for my office, right? I had so much clutter that in about three or four days, I couldn't find that item. I would go back to the store and repurchase it only to one week later, find three and four pair of scissors in a drawer <laughs> because I com completely forgot that I purchased the other. One. I couldn't find it. So honestly, when you decide to simplify your life and you declutter, it will save you time and money, literally, right? So how often do you check your email? Think about that. Is that more often than necessary? Do you spend time just scrolling through your emails? Perhaps it's time for you to think about unsubscribing to some of these things. I had so many, it was insane. I, I would have 13,000 something emails and it was so, and I had to, I hired a virtual assistant to literally help me to, to organize it all because it was just insane. And I said, there's no way I'm going to read all of this. So I minimized my inbox by first prioritizing like which of these subscriptions are contributing to my success. Who's giving me um, information that I really need for my life that's going to help me better my life, my wellness, my finances, my business, my family, things like that. And then when I started to look at it in that way, I started to unsubscribe for things that just really was just trying to sell me, sell me, sell me, sell me, sell me, sell me something, 
all the time <laughs> or something that was just like spam or junk it was just like never it never really resonated and I'm like I don't know if this serves me anymore honestly you have to think about it when do you check your email and and if you're checking your email and it takes you like more than 30 45 minutes because you're scrolling it could be time for you to reorganize your inbox but don't do it during your power hours okay do it during those times those spare times like on the weekends and stuff where you know you have time to really do something like that um so can you hire someone to mow your grass clean your house babysit um your virtual assistant to help you with your um, organize your inbox organize your website a graphic designer an artist um, can you hire somebody to run those errands for you go pick up the dry cleaning things like that there's an errand service could be an errand service in your local area that can help you um, for me I always talk, talk about this because I'm I love Amazon <laughs> um, but I recently discovered the Amazon pantry and I remember having because we have three teenagers who absolutely love to munch on their little snacks and all of that um, and I have really big growing boys uh, and so I said, you know what? I'm constantly at the store. I have to go to the store, go to the store and replenish these items like tissue, dish liquid, you know, those things that you constantly have to go to the store and get all the time. Soap, deodorant, things like that. And so I discovered because I'm a prime member, I said, you know what? I didn't know that they, they would do this for you. So I subscribed to the pantry and now I, after setting it all up, they will send um, candles, they will, the things that I love in my cleansers, things that I need to keep the, my house functioning, um, they will send it straight to my door. And, you know, it's all set up with my credit card and all of that, and they'll just, you know, send it to me. So I don't, I have to do less shopping, going, waiting in the store, waiting in line, you know, things like that. Now, there are times when I will go to my local markets, um, for sure because I'd like to support local businesses. I also uh, feel like it's really important to interact. Human, you know, human interaction is very important. Um, so I'm really about that as well. But when I really see that I'm in the, in the busy season where I'm doing a whole lot, then I will hire someone to, you know, more grass or I'll hire someone to come and help me to do certain things or run errands for me. Or I will, you know, subscribe to a service that, you know, ships things to me so that I don't have to go and find it burning gas and things like that. So it helps me a lot, right? So maybe that's something that you could do. List some ways in which you can um, simplify your life in those ways. And can you get rid of a few possessions that are taking up time and space in your life? Like I said, decluttering. Um, what can you get rid of? Think about the things that I love. Um, there's a book out right now about this uh, young lady, I think, um, I forget her name, and I'm going to find out, um, and Sophia, I, every time I'm thinking about something off the top of my head, <laughs> um, I like to have the source right in front of me, but I like to share too, so sometimes when I'm thinking about something, I just want to spit it out, but there's a book out, and um, I think she's an organizer, and she talks about, um, you know, not keeping anything that doesn't bring you joy, um, I really think it's amazing and I'm gonna cite whoever that is so that you guys can do that as well as that movie I was talking about well we actually uh, found out the name of the movie so um, the author of that book that and she's also she's amazing and so I started to think about that just that one thing and I said what doesn't bring me joy in my closet 
oh my gosh, you should have seen so many, all the pieces of clothing that I got rid of because it no longer brought me joy. I was like, I'm tired of trying to fit into these pants. They have to go. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing this pair of shoes that I never wear. And so I said, I'm going to bless someone else with them. And, and that was it. You know, I, we would give to our local Goodwill or, um, uh, someone here in our area who collects clothing um, for women who are uh, going from welfare to work. Um, there's an organization that I was coupled with for years that does that, and I donate to them all the time, whether it's a blazer or a really nice dress that I no longer, you know, uh, wear. And so it's always, you know, really nice. I get it dry cleaned and I'll send it to her. So these are just ways that you can bless others and free up time and space in your life as well and simplify. So think of ways that you can simplify um, in different areas of your life. How can you simplify your finances? Um, how is that going to, if you simplify your finances, like unsubscribe from things that you're paying for that no longer, you know, they're taking up your money things like that. Um, just think about all of that and then find out how this is going to help you, um, save more time. Um, it does with me a lot. So I no longer buy certain things. So now, um, I have more money saved up and it saves us the time to have to work all these hours to save up money so that we can do other things, the things that we like, we like and the things that we enjoy. So that's a way that you can simplify, but think of ways that you can simplify in your life. Um, and think about whether or not they're worthwhile. The things that you're doing, are they worth your time? Think about the tasks. These just these, these things that you do every day, patterns, behaviors, habits, Activities, activities um, that you um, just kind of, you probably haven't even sat down to really think about it because you've been doing it for so long. Um, I would, I would volunteer a whole lot, um, but there was a certain thing that I would just do waiting around um, afterwards and talking to other people because I was just being polite and things like that. And I noticed I would spend two extra hours just chatting. Um, this happened even after church, just chatting. And I was like, wait a minute, I have things to do. Let me get, <laughs> let me go. So, um, you think about ways that you can simplify your time. Every minute is precious because that's a minute that you can't get back. Right. So you, um, really think about that. Um, and finally, number seven, what would you do if you had more free time? What would you do with an extra day? If it was, if there were eight days in a week versus seven. If there were eight days in a week versus seven, what would you do with that extra day? Or would you basically spend that day doing what you do today? Like every single day anyway. If you just had an extra time, some free time, what would you do with it? How would you spend your time? With whom would you spend your time? You know, if you can identify how you want to spend your free time, you might become more motivated to create more free time in your life. Okay, so once you sit down with these questions and think about how, um, you know, these different areas and distractions and um, ways that you are uh, spending your free time, not prioritizing things like that, simple, how to simplify your life. When you sit down with these questions and really ponder them and look, take a good look at your life. Take a good look at your schedule. Take a good look at each day, each 24 hours you're given, which is a blessing. Think about how you spend most of your time and the patterns in your life. And, you know, you may start to realize, wow, I don't need to be doing this. This is not serving me. I do this because it's just something that I've been doing. 
so I can I can actually find things that will help me. Um, I can find more productive tasks to fill that space. Um, maybe just, you know, maybe you're doing too much and it's time for you to free up time to do nothing, right? To sit down, meditate, doing, and I'm not saying to just to stop. So stopping and doing nothing is two different things. To take a nap is resting. That's wonderful for your self-care, right? To take a walk. How much time can you commit to just taking a walk? 30 minutes just to take yourself a walk, a prayer walk or a brisk walk for your exercise, um, walking while you're meditating on something, you know, whatever. Think about it. Think about how you can truly, truly um, minimize your life. I mean, minimize your the distractions in your life um, by finding ways to implement more productive tasks, right? And the reason why I decided to do this was because we are in that season where we get really busy, where we're trying to cram all sorts of things into our days because we're getting right at the tail end of the year. It's almost the holidays. So we're trying so hard and we're fighting and we're fighting, trying to, you know, get to the finish. But this is a good time for you to really reflect back over the year and to determine whether or not, you know, how you spent your time. Look back over your planner before you replace your new planner with um, your your old planner with that new fancy planner that you just purchased because I love them too. Look back over your your planner and just sometimes it's good to use it as a reference. It really helps you to see how you spent your time. It also helps you to identify patterns, life patterns. It helps you to identify where you spend your money, um, how much time you've committed to wellness, some of the things that you what you find important. It may be, and you can use that that planner as a tool to help you to reprioritize things in your life. So I want you to think about that. So are you lacking enough time to enjoy your life? Do you not have time to enjoy your life? It's time to set priorities and reduce distractions because you really want to have that time to enjoy your life. Enjoy the moments. Yes, we all have to work. Most of us have to work and, you know, but you want to be able to, to schedule in some time where you enjoy the fruit of your labor. So decide what is most important to you, then determine how you're using your time inefficiently, and then ask yourself the important questions like the ones above that'll allow you to make meaningful changes. Free up your time for your priorities. Okay. You'll be glad you did it. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you've gotten so much out of this. I hope it's blessed you. Um, Again, every single time I share, I love, love, love to share candidly my own stories and things like that. But these questions are really here to help you to get started. This is a good starting point for you. Um, So I want you to think in, in terms of, um, of how this is going to, how you can implement some of this into your life and pick apart the, the, the parts that, pick the parts that will help serve you. And again, we're all experiencing life in very different ways, right? We all have unique lifestyles. We all have um, ways in which we're positioned in this planet and we're walking our own paths of purpose. And so that is just one of the reasons why I do what I do and why I love to do what I do is because all of us can use um, strategies and, and ways for it to help us to really um, catapult us forward, help us to become um, 
more fulfilled human beings, happier, wealthier, wiser human beings. So that's why Coffee with the Coach was created, okay? So I hope this has helped you. If it has, go ahead and shoot us a comment in the comments box below this particular podcast and I'll be glad to uh, share some of the ways in which you have decided to reprioritize your time and what distractions that you're facing right now and things like that. If you're not a part of the Atelier, um, the waiting list is up and you're, it's time for you to go ahead and start. We have lots of tools. I actually mentioned a couple uh, during this podcast, but I have amazing an amazing library of tools that will help you it's it right now it's at a discounted rate so if you sign up um during this time frame if you just get on the waiting list then you've already locked in your rate without even paying by the way okay this is just the sign up so fill in the whole form um click on the button in the website that says become a squad sister and it'll take you to the Atelier page go ahead and fill it out that $37 a month rate is locked in. So when the fees go up, when it's time to launch it um, at the end of this year, um, which is only a few weeks away, uh, you know, you will have the discounted rate for the duration of your membership. Okay, so you don't have to worry about it going up. You can lock that rate in and always have access, uh, instant access to all of these tools that we generally like to add to the library each month. And oftentimes I like to um, really gift you guys with physical uh, gifts sent to your home as well. That's why I asked for your your address, okay? So thank you so much for listening. Become a squad sister today. I can't wait to hear from a lot of you and let me know how you have decided to simplify your life. See you on the next episode of Coffee with the Coach.